Welcome, everybody, into another edition of the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm your host, Greg Esposito. Ahoy, hoy. And we are brought to you, as always, by our friends at DraftKings. Use that code PHNX when you sign up. Bet $1 on any football game. You're going to get $150 in free bets. I haven't been here in a week, but we now have DraftKings swag on the table, so that's cool. Yeah, our I, producer's, like, completely swagged <laughs> out right over here. The man behind the Mac, Shane Diefenbach repping DraftKings hard right now uh, for sure but let's welcome everybody in as always uh, the the woman who sat in and filled in for me last week and ruined my ass crease in this chair <laughs> I only it, sat in that chair one time and it's one all time. messed up damn it <laughs> it's two time Lindsay Smith uh, how are you Lindsay I was better before you blamed <laughs> me for your chair <laughs> It was no, probably the Coyotes guys. It was definitely it, it, them. I'm going to go with Gerald first because it always makes... Because <laughs> you already know Ger- what? Thank I you. already got something to say right off the bat. <laughs> always go. makes Gerald... Like, Ger- Gerald Borgay, how are you, Gerald? I'm doing great. I don't need a lot of time. Let's get to Saul's thing. What's Saul, what's your thing? <laughs> Did you know that this is the PHNX Suns podcast presented by Greg Esposito and then DraftKings and then these guys? <laughs> I've noticed that every show and I was like, I don't know why today I feel like Saying something about that. I think we're a team, Espo. All of us should be after. Okay. <laughs> I, you want to know why? Because I forget the DraftKings thing. I know. Thing. That's exactly I'm why. so damn used that's to exactly introducing why. people. And then I remember, oh, DraftKings is our sponsor. <laughs> like, oh, we should shit. mention them. Oh, then, by the way, these three assholes <laughs> have joined me as well. You said I feel it. Like... I'm not agreeing. but yeah. I did that a couple times last week, too, I feel like. Did you? Either that or I just introduced us and then you all chatted for a minute. I was like, oh, wait, by the way, yeah, we got to get paid. I feel like I've done that mm-hmm. a little right. bit. Now that we've made it thoroughly awkward for our sponsors yes, and us, very much. let's talk about making it thoroughly awkward for one of the other shows. Hells on yeah. Okay. So you guys don't know this, but I was, I was listening to the Coyotes uh, show from last Friday when I was driving in today. Uh, because as part of my job here, I have to listen to the other shows. Uh, contractually obligated is what we'll what we'll say. And I'm sitting there, and and their premise is a what if episode. And I go, oh, well, you know what? Fine, they can steal our ideas. It's like siblings. We'll we'll mm-hmm. allow you to have our hand me downs. That's fine, right? You know, you know. But <laughs> but then I saw and heard this clip, Shane. If we can play it. The Suns are just destroying you all. Oh, are they? The Suns have like 5,000. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no. It's... Well, so you play in the Western Finals? Or not the Western Finals, the, the, well, the NBA Finals? finals? I think it was they more... Yeah, and, and oh, the shameless promoting of the people associated with that B2 might have something to do with it. <laughs> so, just throwing <laughs> that out there. are fired early today. <laughs> so, that was... Uh, Wait, yeah. I missed it. Can so, they were recap? talking about social followings, right? <laughs> okay, okay. And they were saying that oh, the Cardinals are, are catching up with us on the social following. And then Jacob, who was producing for him, said, oh, by the way, uh, the Suns have 5,000, so you're not anywhere near them. Mm-hmm. And then Craig and Petey, uh, I'm going to leave Leah out of this because she just <laughs> awkwardly had to sit there An while they were throwing shade. No, no. But Craig then decides to say it's because we shamelessly promote our social handle. That's what we're paid to do is to promote this social handle, right? I, I, what? Like, what are these two talking about? First of all, PD, you just started your own Twitter account like 
two months ago, or not even two months like ago. Like one, one month, month ago. ago. It was the day we really? launched, she got on Twitter. Like you started actually one month ago, and then you you have the nerve oh, to sit there and ask, <laughs> how come we have so many followers? Well, we didn't start last month. That's why. I love Craig. Who has probably, I think he has the Craig most. Craig probably has the most out, yeah, of, all out of, of all of us. Out of all of us, yes, for sure. Oh, look at Craig. Oh, here we what go. What does it say? Good to move your followers over from an existing account. <laughs> Just say. Oh, wait, you guys did the same thing. They did the same thing. It used to be the Hattie Natty account. And now it's PHNX Coyotes. Don't you come at us with that bullshit, Craig. I love that Craig decides he has the most social followers of anybody in the company, I believe. And oh, yeah. he decides yeah, he to come at us. Yeah, I love that. He decides to come at us like that, shamelessly plugging. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to look straight in the camera. No, you know, no, you know what's going to happen, right? Oh. Tomorrow, PHNX Coyotes is magically going to become Craig Morgan's guy. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden, they're going to have like 15,000 followers. Like what? Look, I'm going to say this directly to the camera and directly into the mic so you me. guys can hear this real clear, Coyotes, uh, PHNX Coyotes. <laughs> I'm going to make – if you guys can get to 5,000 by December, I will put on goalie pads. You can pick any hockey player, and I will take a slap shot. Oh. All right? That's how, how much faith I have. That you guys will not catch us without up to 5,000. I did not say without. Oh, God. Hey. Nobody wants this any worse looking than Speaking, it. speaking of slap shots, yeah, chance. speaking Go. of slap shots, Craig goes, also a question for Espo. Can you explain to the viewers how a team that went to the NBA Finals, a team that is the Valley's original major sports team, is trailing in merch sales oh, behind oh. <laughs> behind a team that hasn't won a standard playoff round in nine years and is planning to be awful this season? No judgment here. It just perplexes. Oh, man. What? I mean, I think you could well, blame. We don't have a shirt yet. <laughs> yeah. That helps. We don't have a we shirt have one, yet. We have one, one well, shirt actually, that has four letters on it. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday, then you can come talk to us, Craig, because Tuesday we are dropping something pretty cool. Like tomorrow? Is it? Yeah. Hey, Fuck yeah. I'm excited. How about Why do you guys keep secrets from us for so much? I don't need to you on it. We were <laughs> just going to surprise you guys because oh. we wanted to surprise you. Oh, okay, but okay, since okay. Craig wanted to bring up merch... I had to ruin the surprise, but I'm not going to tell you what it looks like so, until tomorrow. So feel free uh, to find your your hardest slap shot shooter because what is Leah saying? Uh, yeah. I, uh, I th this is this is important. I'd be careful. Oh. He she put brought up a good point by saying don't upset Morgan's minions. Oh. Craig has some diehard fans that oh, will find your address. Please don't. They, I just want to put a disclaimer out there. I didn't say anything <laughs> to the minions. I, I will Morgan's minions. I will DM you my address if that's what if you want to if you want to have a, a talk. Speaking we can of have a shirts. Talk. Strange how one of the basketball teams. I can't see so, it. Keeps wearing hockey t-shirts because some of the defunct hockey teams in this town have fun names. All right, and and logos. Craig is hilarious. Craig is coming out blazing. Craig's got that Craig. fire today. Was not ready for this. Uh, I did not expect Craig to. Get, of course, the writer is uh, is in the in the comments, just uh, going crazy. Craig, it's on. Is all I'm saying. I love you guys like brothers and sisters on that show. But like brothers and sisters, we have a sibling rivalry now. Mm -hmm. So brace yourselves is, is what we're saying here. So I, that was in, in lieu of our tip topic. I felt like we had to bring that up mm -hmm. today. I, I go away and the, and the kids decide to, to take shots at us is what it is. Yeah. So. I she, mean, she went talk, away and he talk? came back just as upset when <laughs> he left. I, I came back more upset. All right? <laughs> it's because he never left the beach. He was the, texting me the whole week from I, the beach. I'm like, dude, if you don't leave me alone, I still got sand in the shoes everywhere. Like, you know, it's just 
I'm not happy. Let's talk some Suns. Okay, can I just say one no. thing real quick? Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Take best, no. Like, no. <laughs> yes. What would you like to say? Mikkel Bridges. Yes. Yeah. I just have Bridges. to say it out here on the mic and put it out there. Mikkel Bridges, I really wish that we could have made a bet happen because I would have loved to bask in the glory of that last night. I thought yeah. you were doing the Twitter thing where all you say is Mikhail Bridges with no context. That's no, there was context behind it. Every, I feel like people got the I, joke. I got I got to it after about five seconds, but at first I was like, she's just saying Mikhail Bridges. <laughs> and it's a funny tweet, but I don't know that it works on the show. <laughs> Can I just say one thing? Mikhail, chicken wings. Chicken, chicken wings. wings. Yes. Monroe's Mikhail, hot chicken. <laughs> Mikhail Bridges is, is a Rams fan. And he took it in uh, in the teeth. Uh, that's uh, that's for sure. We gotta transition to a manscape. I was gonna, no, but no. damn it, there it was. Oh, we don't need to go there yet. Oh. We're already way off the rails. I was trying to get us back to at least within shouting distance of the rails. Mm-hmm. But you know, Mikhail Bridges is is gonna have to take some grief from from Arizona fans over. I think this entire season because the Probably. Cardinals are at four and zero, looking pretty. Uh, pretty impressive. Speaking of a team that looked pretty impressive, obviously the defending Western Conference champion Phoenix Suns, which you're all here to hear us talk about. We'll actually get into that 15 minutes into the show now. But uh, so we're gonna play a new game. That uh, kind of a game. We're gonna we're gonna call this segment. That's what he said. In the future, I'd like you guys to join in on that. But I accept. Oh, that. so like all in so, unison. So let's try this again. We're gonna try. We're gonna do a new segment called. <laughs> That's, That's what, what he said. said. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Lindsay's participation was I like fifteen percent on that. Yeah, she was like, she was like <laughs> lip-syncing it. Was like, yeah, I didn't love that one to be honest. I felt I felt peer pressured, and I didn't like that one. I'm Man. sorry, Espo. That's the whole show. I didn't even know this that was whole happening. show is peer. No, that's because I didn't join the pre-show meeting, so we didn't uh. talk about it. Let Let's look at this though. We've got a few clips from training camp that were some of the better quotes that we enjoyed let's listen to him and, and react to him gerald you were actually there mm-hmm. any setup that we need to see before we uh we watch it yeah basically just uh monty williams was talking about mikhail bridges and then mikhail bridges decided to crash the party um so it was it was interesting to hear him talk about mikhail bridges development and, and kind of what he sees for his role this upcoming season um you know, and then Mikhail Bridges talked a little bit about re- he reacted to Monty's comments and then he reacted to um, to Chris Paul's comment. Because earlier in the week, Chris Paul had mentioned that he, you know, we had asked him, who is the guy who in this shortened offseason has come to training camp and looked like they're ready to play and, and ready to expand their role? And he immediately said Mikhail Bridges. So um, that was kind of that's kind of the basic setup for these clips. Was, that we're gonna play. I love how <laughs> I love how Gerald really stretched this out because our producer Shade did not have it ready to go, and he's like, "No, wait, stretch." I couldn't even see that. Oh, I had no idea that was happening. Welcome to a month. Were you just was wondering like, why I was not shutting up? Well, no, I was just Mikhail like, Bridges. "The longest setup no, ever." I mean, on, if I'm being completely honest, I was like, "Well, Gerald's never pitched to a video before. Like, this isn't his wheelhouse." Like. 
maybe this is just like a thing that he's learning <laughs> on. I, I mean, I did. I literally had no idea what was happening. I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. He's talking for so long. He's trying really hard. I love that Gerald tried to do everything but say the direct quote. He's like, this is the, like, if you were going to get the cliff notes of what's supposed to be in this video, this is what it was said, but without saying it. Oh, do we shit. have that, uh, Shane? All right, Man, but can his... I just real quick sh- oh. you're, you're good, you're good. shout out to Gerald for that though? That was a pro <laughs> move to be able to stretch like that. Shout out! It's Gerald. a Monday for everybody. Well, I didn't know he was talking about me in the first place. I asked my man over there. I'm like, who is he talking? I was like, <laughs> I like I was a reporter. I was like, who are you talking about over there? But um, I mean, it's dope to hear from Coach. You know, it's just uh, he just knows I work hard and I just try to get better every year. And I appreciate him. You know. You know, making me feel confident and making me be able to play the stuff I work on in all season. So, um, you know, I, I appreciate him for everything he let me do. See, he gave me a compliment. Wow. I <laughs> say that one. I say that one. Um, but uh, just just shooting a little bit better. Um, try to get my hand a little bit tighter. Just be comfortable with it. And um, I think just all season I had, you know, was uh, stressing on that. And I think I've got better. I think his... The work ethic allows for him to continue to grow. Um, just a tireless worker. He's one of the guys that we have to kick out of the gym. And sometimes when you're talking to the media, you got to kick him out of the media session because you want him to get out of the way. And case in point, right there. But he just works his tail off. And so you you know that those guys are going to continue to add to their games. Um, since we've gotten here, I knew what he could do from a cutting and moving without the ball, but now he's gotten so used to playing with the ball and we need him to, you know, we, we want to put him in environments that allow for him to be the third option for us on any given night. And I think he's capable of it. So that last clip to give some context, Gerald, if yeah. I'm correct, is that's where Mikhail joins the media scrum <laughs> with you guys and stares at uh, at Monty. Right? Yeah, he, he was just he walked over in like his practice gear and was just standing behind the camera and just like staring at Monty, like nodding, like trying to be one of the reporters. <laughs> so Monty was taking it in stride. And then he was like, sometimes we have to kick him out of the media session. Um, and it was funny because I was re- I was recording. The audio is not great, but I was recording and I just like pan over to Mikhail and he's just like nodding <laughs> to Monty was saying so. Mikhail's like, everybody always talks about how funny he is. And he's just like, they call him the heart and soul of the team just because he's like that funny guy, but he also works really hard and it's really talented. So I, I wish we could see a little bit more of his personality because mm-hmm. I feel like when he's in these these moments, for the most part, he kind of he kind of, you know, shuts it down to yeah. a degree and he's very matter of fact. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really give you too much here or there. Yeah. Um, actually, the, the the Red Sea thing from last week was was one of the few times where I actually saw him like kind of bust out of his, you know, into his normal character mm-hmm. uh, or who he really is. So I'd like to see a little bit more of that. And you're not going to get it unless you're behind the scenes or you're with the team because there's a certain comfort level that he has. Uh, it looks like he's getting more and more comfortable with the media, yeah. which is nice. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll see a little bit more of that this season. But um, I love his personality overall. Yeah, I, I think he's fun. And when you see that interaction with the coach, there's a lot of respect there because he knows he can go do that <laughs> and have fun with Monty mm-hmm. and that it's not going to be a big issue. He's earned that respect from Monty and that Monty can joke around about it. That's a sign to me of a team that's not pressing too hard despite a world of expectations now on them. And for a player who has a huge amount of expectations on him going into 
this season because internal growth is what we've heard is going to be a big part of how they stay on top in the West. And sometimes that can create internal pressure, undue pressure, things that change people and the way they react to things because they feel that pressure. I know it's one clip, but it does not feel like this team and Gerald, you've been around them, has that pressure. No, I mean, their their whole thing in training camp so far has been like, we're easing guys back into this. We have continuity on our side in training camp as opposed to last year when we're trying to work in Chris Paul and Jay Crowder, two new starters. For the most part, the new guys are all bench guys and role players who can kind of seamlessly fit in. So they're taking advantage of that. You know, Devin Booker hasn't really done too much in training camp. They're kind of easing him back into it because it's been a long summer for him. Um, and they're just... They're happy to be back in the gym. That's what they all say. You know, it's only been two months or whatever since that finals heartbreak, but they're happy to be back. They they take that get to not a got to approach and, um, you know, they're, they're ready to go to work again. Mikhail specifically, where do we I know we've discussed some of it, but you, you hear in the clips they're talking about, you know, he's worked on his game. He's not leaving the gym at, at times. Obviously, visually, you can tell he's added some muscle. He was he was one of the guys I figured the storyline of he added 10 to 15 pounds of muscle in the offseason, which happens every training camp that he'd be one of those guys. But he obviously looks like and it sounds like he's done everything. How big of a leap are, are we expecting from McHale? And that starts this week with preseason. Again, I keep going back to this. It's only been two months, though. Like, yeah, I, the, the size thing. Sure. In two months. I, I mean, I. I gather that you could probably put on that kind of weight. Um, I mean, he's he's already skinny to begin with. So, and he <laughs> says it's very hard for him to put on weight in the first place. So, Must be I, nice. I could see, but I mean, honestly, like, I feel you on that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, if we were to do this every year, which they we always do, and we talk about like how people have a new perspective or you know they've improved, like it's the same story every single year. It's not until you see them on the court. That you're actually going to see it. We could do this in everyday life, Espo. You just came back from a vacation. You look like you're a little bit more well adjusted. You're better suited in your role now. And, uh, you you're know, lying it's, it's through still your teeth the same the asshole you always were. Uh, but, you know. I, I love that the, the people on the podcast listening, uh, the audio only could believe that. The people watching go, no, he looks as, as bad as ever. So, <laughs> oh, the self deprecation. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm known for. Why Why did you think I'd go on vacation for a week and come back different? I just uh, thought you would be like refreshed. I am refreshed. Like I'm a, ready a, for this. A better, a bigger, better Espo. No, I know. Bigger, no, no, yes. no, no. I knew he was going to do Are it. Are we going to transition to Manscaped stop. now? Is no, that my no? No, no, no. Uh, so, so, Mikhail, looking at that, I I think you're right. But if that, that you can't have a huge jump physically in two months, but in the bubble – uh, be- between when the season shut down and the bubble, remember how big of a leap Cam took in just that time mm-hmm. when he came back? I think you could see that, even though it's been a truncated off season, that you could see McHale take a bigger jump in his offense and and, and do that. I, I don't see why that wouldn't be something that could happen, in, in, even though it's only two months, if the guy's always in a gym. April, May, June. That's three months. You know, that's still I, another 30 days. I, I don't think it. it's out of the realm of possibility. But also when you're talking about post-bubble, we were still pretty heavy in lockdown at that point. Yeah. So there was a lot less to do. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas true. between the finals and the start of this season, it's it's not as 
restricted. Yeah. yeah. Like lockdown might be a bad word to say, but you know, it people was. are vaccinated it now. Was, you can actually yeah. travel now. But yeah, back back you don't after think the McHale bubble. Put himself like, on lockdown the last two months to, to work on his game. I mean, I wouldn't say the full two months. No, I think he took a break. He said he took like a week or two off and then he was back in the gym and, and working on his handle and, you know, that workout routine uh, to put on a little bit of muscle. But so I don't he didn't spend the whole off season, but he did. It does seem like based on what everyone's saying that he spent a considerable amount of it improving his game and working on some things, especially with the ball in his hands, which is the biggest area of development for him. But you could also say that you know, that, that playoff, um, experience, that was a big growing period yeah, as well. So true. even though it wasn't technically the off season and he wasn't quote unquote in a gym working on things, he was in a gym working on things, you know yeah. what I mean? So I, I'm <clears throat> fascinated by how they start off this season because I feel like they're going to start off relatively strong because they just got done playing two months ago. They, they grew, uh, uh, almost like five seasons worth in just a playoff period, each one of them. And then how they all adjust and learn from their roles from last year to this year and how they develop. I think Mikel will, just like DA, will take a step forward in terms of being a little bit more dominant with the ball. And I would, I, I'm, I'm here for it because mm-hmm. I, I think Mikhail's mid range <laughs> is just about unguardable when he wants to get that shot off mm-hmm. because he's so lanky. Well, I think too you could also point to going back a few years. We've had this conversation before, Gerald. He was kind of working on that hitch that was in his shot throughout mm-hmm. the season, and he may not have been able to like completely fix it, but it progressed throughout the season. So if there's a guy who has a track record of being able to improve during a season, I feel like Mikel is one of those guys. And that was that was one of the things he mentioned as well, as far as what he because I asked him what he worked on specifically that got that kind of praise from Chris Paul. And he said handle and shooting the ball a little bit better, which last year he was already borderline 40 percent three point shooter. So that would be huge if he can take it up another notch from there. Yeah, I saw I'm in the same boat as you. The the first month of uh, of the season. Why do you? That's quite the look. What did you expect <laughs> me to say? Jeez. All right. No, I'm sorry. I was looking at Lindsay first of all. I don't want to. Do I need to move? You guys should sit next to I, each other. I moved the table. Oh, okay. Because it needed to be centered in the camera frame. I was trying to do it subtle. But my foot almost fell off. Foot almost fell off. That's why we like, we made eyes, ready. and then you thought I was making googly eyes at you. So I don't know what happened there, Aspo. Do you need something, baby? Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, no. I'm regretting agreeing with you on something, oh, but no. I am also interested in how the first month of the season plays out for this team. Oh, no. Uh, I, you know, in the, we have no produ- – well, we have about as much of a producer as we usually have. So. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Oh, we Don't love you, Shane. The escrow like came back with some heat. We love you, Shane. We love you, man. You He's think like fire. a week on the beach would just be relaxing? No, he'd come back all chill. I do vacation. He had well, a bunch right? of sand. Good up vibes. I took I took abuse the entire show when we were doing bets earlier about Johnny, and I thought this was a safe space, but <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, just remember uh. that. Anyways, the first month of the season, I'm very interested in uh, because I've had the question since the finals ended: Is this a group that? You know, we've heard the term disease of more, all these things that come mm. into play after you experience success at the beginning uh, like they did. You know, would there be some kind of fraction in that locker room or anything that 
is could wear on them and it it just the clips i've watched uh, you know yes i was on vacation but i watched all the clips from media sessions that they sent it seems like the, again they're they're lighthearted they're still that group uh, and that could carry them to big success in that first month and that a fast start i think is important to solidify in their minds and in the minds of everybody that this is the real deal this wasn't some you know like fugazi it wasn't some weird mm. you know uh mirage it was the real the real thing all right fluke. i don't know what a fugazi a is fluke. fluke basically okay. <laughs> but no I, I i agree with you i i think it's it'd be better if they wrap up those contract negotiations with mikhail and da because you know we hear monty talking about mikhail being a third option we hear da talking about wanting to shoot more threes and wanting to expand his game and not really liking the big man role that he's put in and sacrificed for these last few years. So I feel like heading into the season, it would definitely help a little bit more if they got those wrapped up and we didn't have to. I don't think DA says what he says unless he's had some heart to heart conversations with Monty. And I think, you know, he did mention mm -hmm. that, that, that Monty and him had a conversation mm -hmm. um, in the off season. And I just feel like that's, I don't know from a player perspective. I feel like that's when DA was probably like, listen, coach, like, I love you. I love this organization. I love what we've been doing, but you know, daddy's got to eat. He earned it though. <laughs> he does. I mean, like I don't, did. I, I didn't think that what he said was out of left field no, necessarily. So. The guy has sacrificed and he proved himself in the playoffs. I think outside of the three point shooting, you know, on, but like he deserved more offensive touches. Agreed. I think Agreed. so. I think he needs to show more of the skill set that he can that he deserves those touches for I, sure. I will say this. I I a thousand percent think that if you take out DA and put in Dario and then run said set plays for Dario, that is trash. And that happened a lot last year where DA would not get sets run for him. Yeah. And I you you just can only imagine in DA's head I'm doing everything the team is asking me to do, yet I can't, you know, I can't wet my beak a little bit on the offensive side and get some plays run for me. Like, that's bullshit. But that's the thing is, like, Dario's skill set is more perimeter oriented, which is where their offense They would run thrives. post plays on the block for him. For Dario? Yes. yes. As a passer, yes. maybe, but not as... We would talk about it in post game yes. at times because mm. I know this is a, a hot button topic. For Saul, but I think part of it is too. Triggered. You're running. <laughs> yes, it's, it's not. It, this is a safe space for you, Saul. Not, uh, not, not, not for shame. <laughs> so I, I, I think part of that is it, they'd say, well, Dario was the facilitator or an offensive option with the second unit. But if that's the case, then stagger your minutes. Play Da with the second unit and give him some touches on the offensive end. But as that's well. the thing is like Dario can dribble and pass and da aside from flashes that he showed in the playoffs which is why we're having this conversation about what more he can do if you're throwing the ball to da in the post it's going to be a jump hook or he's going to turn and face and shoot a jump so hook. he doesn't have a bag in the post Dude, other than that I, da can pass and his I, passes are two-handed overhand zingers every time like he's not a he's not he's not that kind of like skilled <laughs> passer that dario is He's just we're, not. Uh, we're just gonna let. He might not let be the skilled passer Dario is, but I don't think he's so egregiously bad in comparison that you can't post the guy up. No, I, I agree. You can post him up, but I don't think that he's like he's not like a Jokic or a 
Mark Gasol that you give him the ball on the elbow or on the block and you run stuff and he's going to like make the right read every time. I don't, but he hasn't had much of a chance to do that. That's fair. And and we can see what that might look like this year, I think, in that kind of expanded role that he's but talking about. But wouldn't you think there's a reason why he hasn't had that experience in games? Yeah, it's because they're playing with Chris Paul and Devin Booker at the same time. Or are you thinking maybe behind the scenes, something that we're not seeing? I, I don't know, because you've seen, you've seen, you've been to practice. I've been to practice. You've been to practice. Mm-hmm. And uh, you've, I'm sure you have too. Before I've been to yeah, practice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I would see DA doing things in practice that I'm like, holy crap, how come I can't see that on the floor? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't know what it is or why things are happening, but I think DA is making it a point this year to say, hey, y'all need to trust me a little bit more. And I want, to be more of a of an impact on the offensive side. I think part of it is there's some people that you just don't give multiple areas to focus on at once. Right. As a manager, uh, you know, as, as somebody that leads uh, like a coach, you just understand that about certain people. I think DA is one of those guys. And last year they gave him, you need to be the centerpiece of the defense. Mm-hmm. He's mastered that. I think it's second nature now. Now, adding in some additional offensive touches and plays run for him, I think makes sense. That is the next iteration. That is internal growth that you're going to need to stay uh, at the at the top of, uh, of the West. So early on, I would like to see that. Now, if it doesn't work out, fine. Shift back, go back to what worked some last year. But I think he earned the opportunity to prove whether or not he can do it in in-game action. I think so too. And I think that that element of being able to put the ball on the floor and attack a guy in front of him who might be playing off him is, is key for him. Um, and, and I really do think that he can show that. It's just we, we shouldn't say that they never ran anything for him, right? Because the pick and roll when he dives to the basket, that is something that a defense has to account for. And it's kind of like the base level thing that opens up everything else. So I understand that like, from his perspective, that's not always fun being the guy that opens things up for everybody else, but it is a key part of what makes the Suns so dangerous with all the ball handlers and shooters that they have on the perimeter. I I don't think they need to completely overhaul the offense. Right. You don't you don't mess with something that that really works, but I think you slowly over time have to do that. Or DA could be that guy that becomes the shift in the locker room mm-hmm. because he has sacrificed. And it's those guys that put in that sacrifice that don't get something on the back end mm. that tend. I mean, we talked about we did a whole trial on Sean Marion and, <laughs> and Amari Stoudemire that focused on uh, on some of that. That that's the danger here. In in the L.A. Clippers series specifically, D.A. showed on several occasions that he could put the ball on the floor, get to the basket. He made some very nice moves. Mm-hmm. A couple times, uh, I think I want to say he had a reverse at one yeah. point, mm-hmm. and 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 that shocked people. People mm-hmm. were like, "Oh, we, we've never seen that." Right. I think that that kind of gives you a glimpse of what he's hoping to get accomplished this season. Um, and when he gets that ball at the elbow, instead of immediately thinking he needs to defer to everybody else, I think you're going to see him say, "No, I got this. It's one on one. Whatever. Here we go." Mm-hmm. And that'd be wow. great. Yeah, yeah, here for I'd it. I'd be down for that. <laughs> if I had to bet on it, I think it would. Uh, it's going to happen this year. Uh-huh. And you know what? If I had is. to bet, <laughs> I'd use it. 
I'd use that DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one <laughs> sportsbook app. You thought I, I'm you catching thought on. I knew it was would have, uh, would have messed with that. No, that's the easy flow, baby. The hosting is the hard part. The, the transitions to ads, oh, we got that down. Uh, DraftKings, America's number one sportsbook app. If you use the code PHNX when you sign up with DraftKings, you're going to get $150 in free bets when you bet $1 on any football game. Do it quick because I, I think this offer may be expiring soon, and I highly suggest that you take advantage of it. I have had more fun with my free bets than I thought was uh, was possible. I, I did a I did a seven-bet in-game parlay yesterday. For, oh, wow. Which I, I'm trying to think. Seven-bet in-game parlay yesterday for the Cardinals game. Uh, and and use their they had a free twenty five dollars if you if you lost the parlay so I'm like let's load this thing up mm-hmm. let's do it just missed it I needed a, I needed a rushing touchdown from Kyler Murray oh. to hit on it I would have won like five hundred bucks but those, yeah. it's yeah. just fun it's I the, fun I yeah. did the parlay yesterday too but I made the mistake of trusting the Houston oh. Texans. Oh. To to cover an eighteen point spread, oh. uh, and oh, no. they did not. They lost by forty and got shut out. Shane almost Gosh. won with that as his lock last week. I, I heard so. So luckily he he walked away and and went elsewhere. But you weren't alone in that thinking. But look, it's it's a fun way. These in game parlays you can bet on multiple things to happen in one game, or you can do a parlay. Uh, about multiple things in, in multiple games. It's a fun way to uh, to make games that wouldn't necessarily be interesting to you interesting. It, it, it's fun unless you bet on the fucking Titans to beat the Jets and they let down your five-game parlay. Wow. Poverty franchise. <laughs> so upset. <laughs> I, I love it. Gerald doesn't get like that about anything except for when, when he Titans. lost his parlay <laughs> because of the Titans. Yeah, okay, I, I have a question. Yes. If you make a futures bet, Mm-hmm. like the ones we all talked about, do you get the same odds as when you place the bet or do those odds change throughout they the season? They change throughout the season. So let's just say DeAndre Aiden, because right. I, I put money on him. He's same. a four th- plus 4,000 uh, to win defensive player of the year. Let's just say we get halfway through the year and he is playing lights out. Mm-hmm. As as the money moves and people start putting more money on those bets, then the, the odds change. Yeah. Um, and the, but, but the original wager that you place doesn't. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So, what you, so whatever, my odds stay wherever, the same wherever, yeah, when you, wherever you place your bet. Oh, okay. at, that's where it stays. Okay, because I was going to bring because like obviously Kyler Murray, right? Like those odds are changing, mm-hmm. yep. and we've seen them. He started at a plus two thousand in preseason to be an M- MVP. He's now at a plus four hundred and fifty. Right, today. but if you took the bet when he was at a plus two thousand, mm-hmm. you you're get sit- those same odds mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. You're okay, pretty cool. Right now then, is, then I—that's what I wanted to make sure. I'm like, because if Da does go off this year, and then all of a sudden those change, like, <laughs> I would. Then I'm just like, well, that wouldn't be a good bet then no, at that no, point. No. You wouldn't win that much <laughs> no, money. No, that's not fun. No, you will. You will. You keep that. Uh, I think it was plus six thousand on Da to be defensive player of the four, year. Four. Was it four? Yeah. Yeah, you keep that plus because that wouldn't be fair because then nobody would gamble. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, then what's the point of betting early? Uh, Minus 100. Oh, you guys all owe us. Yeah, that's okay. I just needed to make sure. Yeah, and uh, so if you want to get in on some of that in-game parlay action, some futures bets, whatever you want, you want to bet a money line on a on a cricket match, you can do all those things with the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Twenty-one. 
uh, over Arizona-only gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Espo, how did you know that I almost went with the Texans? You weren't even here. I listened to everything. <laughs> I am paid to he listen to He didn't actually take a vacation. <laughs> he I just did. went home. I listened to everything. Just remember that. Well, I mean, you know, if people want to listen to everything just like Espo, all you have to do is become a member and subscribe at gophnx.com. You can read everything. You can listen to everything. You can be involved in everything. So it's a pretty solid place to be if you're a guy like Espo who just wants to consume all the content. Who has a problem. I say that. <laughs> I didn't listen to any one of these episodes from last week. So still on my list to go back and listen to you guys. Hey, I mean, it's all right. We get it. I listen to Saul. I just uh, on other shows. We get so. it. No, he listened to me because I was texting him, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> I missed you, Saul. <laughs> He's like, what's going on back there? I was like, I don't know. How's the fucking beach? <laughs> I don't know. I want to know what's going He's on. He's like, I don't know. I'm not there. I'm I in my hotel tell, room on the phone. I to tell his wife that I am not bugging him. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You got to make sure. And said, Saul is bugging me. He won't I leave me alone. I guarantee that's what happened. And the next time I see her, she's going to try and swing and hit me in the face. And I'm like, that's not my fault. No, that's not true. All right. I'm sorry. Please no, continue no, no, with, the, with the No, you're fine. I get it. You know, it's hard to walk away from really good content. That's sweet, sweet content, right? <laughs> she's. I'm gone for a week and she's stealing my own lines from me. All right. Hey, it's, it was an homage mm-hmm. to you okay. last week. So, so now Jay it's... Says you have a nice tan, though. Now it's in. It's just because I'm wearing really light colors today. <laughs> it's not an, It's an illusion. But if you do become a member, you can get a lot of, obviously, access to the content. You can also... Get a free T-shirt from our locker room right now. And we've got some cool ones in there. And if you are already a member, our deal of the week for members is if you buy any college T-shirt, you get half off any other T-shirt in our locker. And um, I, I, the Sparky's also, one is pretty dope. The gear mm-hmm. is is being shipped out. I know there's been a lot of questions <laughs> about people like, hey, where's my shirt? Yeah. Like it's coming. Like and we just we got photos of it last week. There are mountains and mountains of T-shirts that we are separating and, and sending out. It's uh, it's going to be pretty awesome because once you start to see this around the valley, you're going to want to get one. It's really cool. Also, tomorrow night, I just have to plug this because it's a pretty big night. We have the Sunnies. Do we have a graphic of that or no? We have a whole segment well, in the know, show I about this. We have a graphic. Song, I so. thought we had a graphic, but <laughs> Shane was chilling like we didn't have a graphic. So I was like, maybe we don't have he a graphic. He hasn't downloaded it yet. Don't worry. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have 15 more minutes anyway, until we're supposed yeah, to talk about the, the Sunny Awards. <laughs> Tomorrow, if you guys don't know, our guy Zona Hoops is the man that's in charge of the Sunnies. He does it every single year. This time, we're doing a full video special. It's going to be awesome. We've got a special guest here. Lindsay, I'm going to let you, since I'm out of practice, why mm-hmm. don't you introduce our guest today? Yes. Well, we are welcoming in from the Phoenix Mercury, Brianna Turner. Brianna, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us. Hello, I'm doing good. How are you all doing? Good, doing good. Fantastic. We're just uh, waiting for the audio to come through so we can hear what you're saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I mean, for, for starters, how are you feeling? I mean, coming off a great win with your team, just how are you feeling as a unit right now? Um, we're all feeling really well, but we also know the job is not done yet. Um, what we've done yet doesn't really mean anything if we don't finish off the series. So we're trying to come ready to go Wednesday night. Great. Uh, well, 
you had a huge game uh, in in game three. What was it like for you to be able to go out there and have such an impact in a in a playoff game? It was definitely exciting. Uh, my teammates were and coaching staff were uh, encouraging me the entire game. Uh, and I mean, the game's a little bit easier too when you're playing with point guards like Diana and um, Sally Diggins. So a lot of credits to my teammates as well for giving me the ball. Hey, Brianna, can we ask you to turn up your volume maybe on your phone? Um, that might be a, an I'm issue. On my laptop. Let's see. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, you can route the air, uh, the audio through your AirPods, I think. Yeah, I can hear you on my AirPods. Fine. Okay. Um, I had a question. I know I don't know if you were aware of this, but you guys set a franchise playoff record or a WNBA record actually for the playoff game. Uh, most rebounds in a game with fifty eight to the Aces twenty nine. Um, you had a fantastic game. Brittany Griner also did her thing down low. I mean, what what's kind of the advantage for you guys against this particular team when it comes to inside the paint? You know, uh, Bill Ambeer. You a fan of him? <laughs> um, I don't really know him. Did you hear about what he said about yesterday's game? What did he say? Well, he basically tried to minimize your impact and said that they basically gave you a bunch of garbage points, which if you've ever watched Brianna Turner play, you'd realize that's absolute trash. For a head coach to say something like that, you're one of the hardest workers out there, um, and you do a lot, a, a lot of little things out there that puts yourself in a position to be able to capitalize on opportunities like you did yesterday. What is your overall take on on him basically minimizing your impact on yesterday's game, and how much do you really want to beat them this next game just to shove it in their face? <laughs> everyone's entitled to their own opinions but I mean, <laughs> if, 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 if i can have that performance getting trash buckets i hope i get trash buckets the rest of the season so, <laughs> um, it worked out for me so calling trash buckets call them easy leave me open i mean if it works it works so i don't really care what he calls it what isn't that more on the defensive strategy I like it feels like he's ripping his own uh, his own strategy there. Right. I, you had an amazing performance, so I, uh, I I don't see why Lambeer went that direction. But you guys are sitting one game away from the WNBA Finals. You get another game at home, uh, and this time actually at home at the Footprint Center. What did it mean uh, to the team to know that the Suns and the Lakers agreed to move their preseason game to the afternoon uh, so your group could actually play in your home arena? I think it's a really great opportunity for us. Um, even earlier in our season, we had to switch around some game dates when the Suns were in playoffs. So it's good that they kind of had that same respect for us and they're going to move their game up. Um, but I definitely like the Suns and the Mercury. It's a really big family. Um, we support each other on and off the court. So I, I actually wasn't surprised by the move. Yeah, I mean, it's only fair that you guys show up for each other. Like you said, it's one big family. All right, I want to know, how does it feel to know that on this team, there are so many different members who 
And any given night can show up really big and be the difference maker for this group to push you guys forward and get the W. Because we've seen it this whole playoffs. Every night it's a different player who's stepping up big for the Merc. Um, I think that just credits to our versatility. Um, obviously, Sophie had a really big game against New York. Diana in Vegas. Like, like you said, any given night it can be anyone's opportunity. Um, I think we're just playing really well together now. We're really peaking right now. So um, I think we're going to continue to flourish throughout the rest of the playoffs. How much of that is a testament to Coach Brondello uh, and the system that she's put together where it's it's not just predicated on one person. A- anybody on any given night can step up. Um, really just goes to her trust in us and our trust in each other. Um, we always talk about like staying together and weathering the storm, and we know there's going to be highs and lows. We kind of just have to ride the wave and stay consistent through it all. You guys, you, you, I mean, you've been with this team for a couple years now. What is different? What's different now about you know this this playoff run than maybe the first two seasons you were here in Phoenix? Um, I would definitely say the confidence level. I think everyone is just really excited for the opportunity. Um, everyone's ready. Everyone um, knows their roles and knows what needs to do to execute and win. So I think just our mentality is different this year than previous years. Now, Brianna, you have a reputation for being one of the fastest post-game tweeters around. So I, I saw a lot of people speculating about this on Twitter. So can you settle this debate for the people? How do you get your tweets off so fast after the Where game is Where is over? your burner phone and <laughs> is it under the chair on the bench? <laughs> my phone stays in my backpack um, in the locker room. And, I mean, as soon as the game ends, we go right to the locker room. And usually on that little short walk, I think of something in my head, a couple sentences, and I get to my phone and I just tweet it before Coach – Sandy comes in and talks to us. <laughs> so it's only in that short walk from after the final buzzer to by the time you get to the locker room, you're able to create a tweet that quickly. You're not even like using some time maybe on the bench late in the game or anything. No, we need about 30, 45 seconds to think of something. That's it. That's Sherry, impressive. Sherry knows what she's going to say yeah. in, the, in the next game. It's That's today. impressive. Secure the dub. Bye, Bill. She's got the post-basketball career ready. She's, she's got social media in the bag there as well. So final question for me. Going into this game uh, on tomorrow night at at home, or excuse me, Wednesday, Wednesday night, night yeah. at home to uh, to kind of try to seal the, seal the deal here. What? How do you guys stay focused? How do you get it taken care of at home and not have to go back to Las Vegas? Uh, well, we know they're going to be really hungry. They want to obviously force a game five, but obviously we don't want to go back to Vegas the rest of the year. So we know we have to come in focused and uh, for the entire four quarters. Like it's not going to be easy. It's like obviously we're not expecting a blowout, so uh, we know we're going to have to play strong the full forty minutes and um, execute our schemes. Brianna, if you guys do win, if you ladies do win, you actually every professional team in the Footprint Center will have made their con- or their their league championship, which is pretty amazing. So good luck to you. Thank you. We'll have to keep it, we'll have to keep it up, definitely. Yeah, go. absolutely. Well, oh. thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it, and we'll be cheering you on on Wednesday night. And as she tweeted out the other day, pull up or tune in Wednesday mm-hmm. night at 7 p.m. <laughs> no, at the Footprint Center. Yeah, or like we said, it's a back-to-back uh, doubleheader with the Suns and the Merc. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Make a whole day of it. Take the afternoon sure. off from work I'll and just, just go hang out. And <laughs> shoot right on down. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, I think it's fantastic that the Suns and the Lakers, as much as I hate giving the Lakers credit <laughs> for anything, uh, were willing to move that preseason game. I thought it was uh, an atrocity that the, the team had to play uh, its first two home playoff yeah. games yeah. on at alternate sites and not even the same alternate site. Right. They went from GCU to ASU. Uh, it's just tough because, uh, yeah, sure, it's home. You've got your fans, but it changes the routine, mm-hmm. and athletes are, are creatures of habit. So I was so glad to see in such an important game with the, a trip to the finals on the line that they that the Suns were willing to make that move and let them play well, in their home building. I mean, I think the Lakers, again, like I hate to give the Lakers credit, but they're a franchise that also has a WNBA team with yeah. the Sparks. Mm-hmm. So, and LeBron has been an advocate for the WNBA as well. He almost tried to buy a, per, uh, a part ownership <laughs> of the Atlanta team. So, uh, you know, like there's a movement in the NBA to support the WNBA at a high level. You've seen that with the Suns sitting courtside, Chris Paul buying 500 tickets, mm-hmm. uh, which I heard they, they were lining up as early as 6.30 in the morning for. Oh, nice. Um, just, it's just incredible. This town is a basketball town. Mm-hmm. They love some good basketball. It doesn't matter if it's the Suns or the Mercury. They're going to support. They're going to be out there on Wednesday. I bet that place is going to be freaking lit on it's Wednesday. It's going to be super fun. I'm just going to say one thing. If it's not the Mercury court that is down for both of these games, I'm going to have an it issue. It is going to be the Mercury Court. Good. Okay. It is okay. going to be the Mercury Court. So that's court. confirmed? I, 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 I read that yesterday. It is confirmed that okay. it is going to be the Mercury Court. Good. Good, because that's the way it should be. They Which deserve, is dope that the Suns are going to play on the Mercury yes, Court. Right? They deserve, the, the Mercury deserve to have every advantage to themselves uh, in this game to try to close it out. Screw Bill Lambeer, by the way. <laughs> Who's Bill Lambeer? <laughs> the, the former... Va- yeah, the, the Gerald gets it. I, I, I got the reference. Yeah, I just, but seriously, like... I get that he's got a bad boy reputation to keep up, but that's just stupid. No, it's not bad boy. It's just an asshole. Yeah, he's always he was an asshole. When he's in the well, NBA. That's what the bad he's boy an asshole is. now. Bad. It was. It was in the. You 80s. know what they it is? Say the assholes. They the the asshole. You know what the it is? Pistons. It's a lack of accountability. I'm sorry you didn't game plan for a specific player to go off, but that's on you, sir. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do better next time. Yeah. Don't yeah. make an excuse. Period. It's the old one. You point one finger at someone, three more pointing right back at you. Bill, it was your fault. Mm-hmm. Like, this team is deep. Just because you tried to shut down two people, there's a full roster there of ladies that are going to stick it to you. And they did. And they have two games in a row. And I, I, I hope they come out and they just stomp, uh, stomp them on Wednesday. Just, just put the foot again, on the neck. He's just salty because they ended the buffet at Caesars. <laughs> and the <parent. laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realize it was going to hit that hard. Well, <laughs> how dare you make fun of the buffet at Caesars? The thing that sucks is I actually really do like a lot of the players on the Las Vegas Aces, mm-hmm. but because of his shenanigans on the side, it's making me dislike the team as a whole, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Because I also want to cheer, like, not in this series, of course, but for the specific players on that team who I'm like, these women are amazing. Yeah. It's like you're making it hard to even want to do that. Okay, stop. It'd be one thing if it were this were the first comment. But he said Diana Tarazi was faking her injury. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. come on. Like <laughs> 
what benefit does that give Diana Taurasi, the greatest player in the women's game ever? Well, yeah, because she proved injury. to you that even if she was hurt, it doesn't matter. Oh, you know that She's was motivation. She's still going to whoop you. Mm-hmm. She did that. That, that. Her big game was the game after Direct response that. to Bill. That yeah. was a direct <laughs> response. Like, that was a, and I took that personally. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. You know what I also take personally? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, here we go. I was going to say ball handling is really key for Mikhail Bridges, but oh, speaking of ball handling. I take God. things really personally when it comes to grooming. And we have a new, I can't believe I missed the inaugural week with this sponsor. Oh boy. Gerald held it down for the team. I, I'm, I'm I felt the temperature in the room go up by about 20 degrees. <laughs> he was like, is it, is you know it high in here? You know why? Why? Because I Manscaped this morning. <laughs> the Manscaped is our new sponsor here. And I got to tell you, the lawnmower... 4.0 <laughs> is, uh, you know, if you don't want to look like what's on Saul's chin, oh. uh, Manscaped. Why, why do you got to bring my face into <laughs> a ball, <laughs> Manscaped? That's so fucked up. Well, I'm just That's saying, so hey, if you don't want to look like Gerald's face or my face. That's fair. Just use my face. Don't look. <laughs> <laughs> just get, we just got to well, get nobody, through this, man. Nobody <laughs> wants to look like Shane's terrible. face. Yeah. <laughs> Bless your heart, Gerald. We just got to get through you. this, man. I broke <laughs> I'm glad he didn't go with the Halloween read. No, what? I, oh. if you want to see a gorilla bust out my pants? Like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. No. If you don't want to look like Go went down oh, there. No. Like, I, okay, too far. That's the son's mascot. Do it. That was that was Saul's fault. Look, <laughs> I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you, Manscaped is is if you want to. How do I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna try to just delicate. take care of the boys. That's exactly. all you gotta do. Clean up the boys, make the nether regions a little bit more pleasant for not only yourself, but for whoever you, wants to engage. You wanna be there you go. smoother, you wanna smell better, you <laughs> are willing participants, consensual adults. Absolutely. Willing participants. Yes, I think yes. that's a quality way to put it. Yes. Mm-hmm. At Lawnmower 4.0, you can get that 20% off free shipping when you use the code PH. NX uh, at checkout, and if you, if you don't want your thing to look like a you know a baby hamster stuck in the hay, go to Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> baby hamster stuck. Wow. You know, what other? Wh- like where else big. can we go? Uh, <laughs> yeah, where where else can we go? Uh, That's it. Just, <laughs> just read the promo. Okay, let's get I mean, out of this here. thing is so gentle; you could use it on a peach and shave off the fuzz. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's how good the Manscaped 4.0 is. So if you, they have lotions, potions, uh, all, yeah. anything and everything. Body wash. You could want, I, a ball I mean, spritzer. If you have a the ball, ball spritzer is quite it's actually nice. nice. It is it's a very actually, weird. When it's hot in the middle of the summer and you just. Oh man, it's like oh, there you go. <laughs> no, Am like, a, I alone like an in this? air conditioning. Am I al- alone in this? It's your own valley. It's, Ooh, it's, I, it's, don't look at me and ask me that question. It's, it's, I can't answer it's, it's, that. It's like it's like it's like it's like women when they wear a sundress and they want the AC <laughs> to like just cool off the areas, right? It, it is, it's the same thing. If like, you're I can't like, wear a sundress. So I gotta, you could. I you gotta could. do something. It's it's like you know the Marilyn Monroe clip yeah, where she's on the great. Oh, not the. Not <laughs> you know the Marilyn Monroe clip where she's on the yes. on the great. That's what. It That's feels what like. the spritzers. There like. it is. It is. So as I said, Gerald. That's our bad. Can we go back to when he ruined one of the greatest Suns playoff moments of all time? <laughs> if you watch your own Valley, whoop, use that ball spritzer. You get 20% off of it. I cannot. At manscaped.com. Oh use God. that code PHNX. And oh, 
These will continue to be awkward because that's what we do best. Here. Oh man, cringeworthy right here. It's only Monday. <laughs> You're not even gonna be here I'm, for the rest of the week. Gerald's I like, know. thank God I'm going on vacation this week. I can't handle five days of this. Holy I missed shit. a full week of manscape breeds while I was gone. No, it was only one a, day. It started only, last oh, Friday. Oh, oh, it's two. Because Saul oh, did one on that, Thursday. Oh, that's that right. It started on Thursday. That yeah. makes me feel so much yeah. better. Maybe I went too hard in my first read here. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I didn't mean it like that. Oh, oh God. Can it, I do one of the and we're outs now? <laughs> do, I think we get another DraftKings read, yeah, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Lindsay, you want to do the DraftKings read? For the love of God. Do I want to do the DraftKings The over under a number of cringes when we do a, yeah. a Manscaped read. Actually, Lindsay and, and I were just talking about placing a wager on We something. were. So, and we said this a lot last week, there's a lot of conversation, obviously, around Sue Bird right now retiring after this season or this being our last season. Mm -hmm. And Diana Taurasi's name keeps getting tossed into that conversation. Mm -hmm. I say no chance. This is not DT's last season. Saul doesn't agree. I, I'm in Saul's camp for one reason. Her second child is due any day. And I could see where that is you know what? This has been fun. I got my gold medal. If they go out champs, it's over. It's over. I think if they go out champs, yeah. I, I think even I, if they get back to the WNBA finals, I, I think it's over. I think there is a very good chance because I, I believe her son, I believe it's a son is due any day now. And I think that that if that wasn't a factor, I would probably agree with you, Lindsay. But I, think I think she's got at least one more year left. I think the odds are. But what I, are you playing for at that point? You know, if you win the championship this year, what are you playing for? The love of the game. Yeah, but she's she's injured. It's taking a toll. Like, but so, you wanted to place a wager on this. So, well, are you gonna wear a sundress or what? Hell no, I ain't gonna wear a sundress. Well, you won't come up with your end What's of the, the bet. What's the equivalent for you? You, I was gonna wear the manscape shirt. Yeah. That is not the equivalent of me wearing a sundress. What about I mean, like a Sergi Baca like man skirt? I, yeah, like a kilt. No, then what is she gonna wear, Gerald? A t-shirt ain't gonna fucking do it. <laughs> But the I mean, t-shirt has something on it. on it that I wouldn't actually <laughs> wear in real life. Hold on a second. Why? Why does this have to be like? She, she, if, if, if she's already put up what she's gonna bet, it's up to you to come up with something comparable. Comparable. It's not on Lindsay to come a up with a t-shirt. Oh yeah, we, I can wear a different t-shirt. I'll wear whatever t-shirt you want me to wear. I feel like it'd be more Whoa, punishment okay. to we make can you work wear a with dress that. shirt. We can run with that. <laughs> you said any t-shirt that we want him to wear. Yeah, because we always wear t-shirts on the show. Yeah, I, can, I can rock a dress shirt anytime. You said any t-shirt. I feel like Gerald has something up his sleeve with any t-shirt. We can, we can brainstorm any t-shirt. I we think Gerald will help me. Actually, I think we could come up with a good t-shirt that Saul has to wear. Okay, how about that? It? I'll wear the Manscaped t-shirt no, no, no. and you'll wear a t-shirt that we come up with. You get to pick mine. How about that? I Yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair. I think it's fair. Fair. Let's make some per, some guidelines after <laughs> no. the show. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some slight guidelines. If you <laughs> slut guidelines. Slight. Oh, I was oh like, my what? God. No, I, slight I heard, guidelines. I heard what he said. Oh my God. What? <laughs> that's what I heard. See, Gerald agrees that that's what I heard. Wow. Only... Slight. One one manscape read, and we go way way <laughs> dark on. I this thought show. that's what she said. I want to hear this on the tape. So if you want, rewind <laughs> it. Speaking Thank of, you. I don't think you can bet on this right now, but I would definitely take the odds that Diana Taurasi is going to retire. I, I, I would think, I think I'd get pretty good. Saul and I would get pretty good odds because I think most people would be in, in your in your court here. 
Lindsay, that it that it's not likely to happen. <laughs> All right, so we have a bet, she's though, down. right? Yes, yes. Okay, we're down. We're down. So, no, I'm not. <laughs> I don't think she's done. I don't. But so, if you want to place a wager, not on this, but anything else, and not have to wear a weird shirt if you lose, go to our friends at DraftKings. Put in that code PHNX. Bet one dollar on any NFL game, you're going to get 150. It has to be a T-shirt, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, some frilly lace bullshit. No, it'll be a t-shirt. <laughs> okay. Does, does DraftKings have slut guidelines? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> 20, 21, oh, and o- 21 and over. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I don't even know how to... The Suns do play a preseason game tonight. That's right, they and do. You know what? They're in Sacramento mm-hmm. to play that game. And I'll be frank... It's preseason. Yeah. Whoever's got the Reddit link, though, can you just like slide in, into my DMs with that link, please? please. Ooh, careful with that now. Yeah. I said you're with gonna, that link yeah. and very you're specific. Need, they'll, they'll you're going to use guidelines again if yeah. you're asking people to slide into you those. Need those, oh, no. the, those. The link, and then you'll get All right, well, then just at me with it. We'll just share the wealth. Look, we all yeah. need it. Mm-hmm. It'll be out there. But uh, honestly, first, I, I just I don't expect very many of the starter to get any kind of significant minutes. No. Well, Devin's to... out. We already know that. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Obviously, Devin won't play. But I feel like you're going to get a heavy heavy dose of uh, of Jalen Smith, Frank Kaminsky, Landry Shamit, uh, that guy that they signed as a camp body. <laughs> you know those uh, tweets that are like, <laughs> Devin Booker plays today. It's a good day. It's like, Jason Randall plays today. It's a it's, it's a, a day. day. It's a day. I mean, it's it's basically like having to travel to Sacramento in general, right? It's like, yeah. eh, I guess we got to do it, right? They're they're gonna play tonight. I didn't hate Sacramento. It's Sacramento. Never like been. A, Dude, Sacramento is awful. And I mean, it smells awful. Honestly, honestly, if, if I like looked at it, if you look at any NBA destination, Sacramento's got to be at the at the bottom. No. Of the Okay. Okay. Let, okay. Let's not get into this Sa- now. Let's do, a dra- let's do a. Let's do a. What are those snake things? Draft? Ooh, snake or something. Yeah. This oh, is a good one. Draft. Yeah. I like that. Right. Yes. Maybe we'll do that on tomorrow's podcast. Okay. I feel like oh, it needs visually. to be a visual. Again, yeah, tomorrow. Have we tomorrow, seen Espo. Tomorrow we have a special Espo. show. We have a special show oh, tomorrow. Espo, get on the same Wednesday. plan as us. Wait. Oh, that's right. Or that was a next level that's transition. Right. It was a next level transition tomorrow. Ain't no snake draft tomorrow. It is a special live 7 p.m. edition of this show for the Sunny Awards, the third annual. And Brandon, our friend Zona Hoops, is going to be joining us. He's taking as, my place on the, on the pod. We, maybe we'll make that permanent. I don't know. <laughs> Oh. oh, you really want me to go down that road? No, 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 no. <laughs> no I do not. But Brandon will be joining us, and we will be honoring. Set yourself up for failure. On I, this one. We will be honoring <laughs> the best and the brightest of Suns Twitter and Suns social media uh, for this last season. It has become a staple for Suns fans, and uh, we're excited to be a part of it and uh, to help Brandon celebrate it. This year, uh, are we exempt from uh, winning awards, or are we allowed to win any? Um, I cannot confirm nor deny anything. So Ernst and Young is doing all the uh, yes, the, yes, the, that's the, what I heard. That's the, what I heard. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'll all, be behind the, the scenes over there on the on the on the computer just so I can make fun of you guys the whole so, show. So join <laughs> us and see. 
I don't know what we're going to wear. I don't know if there's a red carpet, but it's going to be fun. I was told it was a black tie affair. Okay. It is a black tie so affair. All right. You'll just be wearing a black tie. Okay. Good to know. Oh, uh, that's a good way around that. No, I, nobody oh. wants to see that. Don't get fired at the Sunnies. No, I didn't no mean career, just a no black tie. Limiting event. I meant just, a black tie over jeans and a t shirt. He meant just a black tie. My, he, meant just a black tie. <laughs> yeah. he was trying to slut shame him. Lord have mercy. <laughs> we need those guidelines ASAP. Let's end this show before we do something that's one of those career-limiting moves, which I think this whole show may have been. <laughs> if you want to follow Lindsay, uh, two-time or two-time Emmy winner, you can follow her at Lindsay Smith, AZ. Uh, Gerald Bourget, who's definitely going to win an Emmy for some of those Manscaped reads from last week. Oh. You can follow him at Gerald Bourget. You can follow Saul Bookman at Saul underscore Bookman. The underscore is there because of the awkwardness that we needed to store from this entire episode. You can follow me at Espo. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore. The HR pamphlet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that pamphlet got much larger today. It's more of a, a book now than a pamphlet. Bless their heart. Uh, you can join us tomorrow live 7 p.m. right here for the Sunny Awards, and we'll be back again on Wednesday live at 2 p.m. for our normal PHNX Sun show. Can't wait to see you there, and ahoy hoy.